0: Introduction The Smarter Science of Slim In other fields, when bridges do not stand, when aircraft do not fly, when machines do not work, when treatments do not cure, despite the conscientious effort on the part of many persons to make them do so, one begins to question the basic assumptions, principles, theories, and hypotheses that guide one's efforts. Arthur Jensen the University of California. Over the past few decades, we've been trying harder and harder to be healthy and fit. The result? We got heavy and sick. What's going on here? When did healthy and fit start making us heavy and sick? And why is everyone calling us lazy gluttons? If a doctor prescribes us a medication and it makes us worse, is that our fault? No. However, it is up to us to stop taking it and to find a new doctor. Similarly, if an architect builds us a house and it crumbles, is that our fault? No, but we'd better find a good contractor who knows how to build something solid and safe. We have to apply the same logic to health and fitness. We've received so much contradictory damaging advice over the years, often resulting in frustration and extra pounds. It's high time for us to make a better choice. But what other option do we have than the decades-old calorie-counting approach? I have good news and bad news. Scientific and technological advancements have been just as amazing for health, fitness, and fat loss over the past 40 years as they've been everywhere else. But here's the bad news. Nobody's told us about them. The field of modern nutrition and exercise science has provided a proven alternative, and it does not involve complex calorie counting, confusing workout routines, or other gimmicks. We can think about the modern approach to avoiding obesity and diabetes as we would the modern approach to avoiding lung cancer. No need to track breaths in and breaths out. Just enjoy clean air. Don't avoid everything. Just steer clear of the things proven to poison your lungs. Similarly, no need to track calories in and calories out. Just enjoy so much delicious, healthful, what I call sane food that you're too full for the insane foods that poison your body. We've gotten worse while trying harder because we've been written a bad prescription and given a faulty blueprint. The traditional approach to health and fitness is like attempting to avoid lung cancer by smoking shorter cigarettes and jogging. We're still destroying our respiratory system, albeit more slowly, and even some well intentioned jogging cannot undo that damage. Likewise, eating less of a traditional diet and doing more traditional exercise does not prevent obesity and diabetes. It may delay them but the diet still destroys our metabolic system, albeit more slowly, and the exercise does not undo that damage. Fortunately, we have the solution. We can use simple and proven science to make healthy actually healthy again. New heading. We can live better. Starting in the 1970s, Diet and nutrition experts reduced food and exercise down to a lowest common denominator, calories. They told us that we just need to eat fewer calories and exercise more to burn them off. It doesn't matter what we eat. There are no bad foods, they said. Only bad quantities, everything in moderation. In the same spirit, many experts claimed the type of exercise we do is irrelevant. As long as we get our heart rate up for a certain amount of time so that we burn a lot of calories. This dual set of recommendations led to a world where nearly half of all women and a third of all men are following a diet plan while the fitness industry has blossomed into a $30 billion business that employs more than a half a million people. In other words, we trusted the experts and took calorie counting to heart. Since the 1970s, the incidence of non-fatal heart disease has nearly doubled. The incidence of hospital discharges for cardiovascular